0: is a disease it infected my brother chris my hypothesis there's a cure your daughter has a very disturbing obsession
1: what obsession death just think about your brother you don't have a chance to bury him I just wish I could catch who took his body. Death is the
0: disease that broke my family. I'm sick of seeing it. Jade to be running around here calling you some type of mad
1: scientist.
0: (laughs) Can I hang out with my friend? What friend? Chris.
1: Where did you see him? He talks to me. (laughs) Man.
0: Is a disease. There's a cure. Hey, folks, welcome to a special episode of the projection booth. I'm your host, Mike White. On this episode, I'm talking with Bomani Story. He is the writer and director of The Angry Black Girl and Her Monster. It is a new take on the Frankenstein story from the writer of Rocksteady Row a movie we discussed back in 2018. Be sure to check out The Angry Black Girl and Her Monster, opening in theaters on June 9th, 2023. And until then, enjoy this interview. Tell me a little bit more how you got into the business, because it looks like you've done a little bit of everything over the years.
1: I went to school for it, for San Bernardino Valley College, and then went on to USC for their film program. I did the film program at San Bernardino Valley College too, but... After graduating, I was, I just wanted to get my hands in film, period, in all different capacities to stay afloat while I'm while I'm writing and directing my own stuff until something happens. <laughs> so I was just always putting myself in a position to learn and in whatever discipline I can, because I just felt like it would help me later on.
0: And you have done so many different things. I mean, what were some of your early gigs, your, the early things that
1: you worked on? I was in the camera department for some things my bread and butter really became like editing, assistant editing and stuff like that. I was just like, and then for some of my friends' short films, I did some producing and obviously I directed and wrote my own. And yeah, I was just jumping around. I, even on my own short films, I did a little bit of sound design and coloring and stuff like that. Where did the idea for this project come from? It really came from the literature. Like I I read the literature and was just floored by it and loved it so much. So I, knew I needed to do something with it and mix that with uh, my my sisters, my big two older sisters were my muse for this. I took that and I ran with it. How were they your muses for this one? Just growing up, they were my first contact with intelligence. I say this all the time, but you don't want to listen to your parents and shit. So. <laughs> so, like, older sisters are old enough for you to they're young enough for you to listen to them and old enough for you to respect them. They just took me under their wing and it taught me a lot of things. So it was really my first contact with intelligence and genius. He tried to paint that as much as I can. Now, I know you don't wake
0: up on a Monday and write it, and then Tuesday you direct it. How long has the angry black girl and her monster been gestating?
1: I would say that the strongest period of gestation was probably between 2016 and 2018. That's probably like the highest concentration, but I I read it when I was fresh out of high school, so it was in the back of my mind for a while
0: when you say you read it you're talking about frankenstein or something else oh no through frankenstein yeah I wanna... okay i just want to make sure <laughs> i'm like i don't think this is based on a book other than frankenstein okay all right <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i love the nods i love vicaria being so close to victor and just her notebook the modern prometheus that
1: so smart Oh, thank you. I gotta drop some stuff for the lit heads in the room. (laughs) People forget how
0: sympathetic the monster actually is. The monster isn't a monster at all, really, in Shelley's book. And just, I love that you play upon our sympathies with Chris as well.
1: With a lot of people, they very much get caught up in, like, the lore of the monster, which is an important part of Frankenstein. It is a mechanic, but for this story, I really wanted to bring it back to the mad scientist himself or herself in this case because the story is the story of the rise and fall of victor frankenstein and his dilemma for this i wanted to humanize and as much as possible victor or in this case vicaria and really get her motivations down
0: and where did you find vicaria she is amazing leia the leon Hayes is fantastic
1: yeah shout out to leia BAFTA award-winning actress right there. (laughs) Towerhouse. I can't wait to see, you know, how far she goes. Superstar in the making. Yeah, she came in she just auditioned, man. I got lucky because she auditioned and she just smacked it out of the park. You said a
0: lot of this was taking place in 2016, 2018, really coming to the fore. That's two years before the pandemic. Like, How does this actually go from your head to being this final product?
1: It's just perseverance, really. The manager was taking it around town and pushing it and getting the word out there. And until finally it clicked, pandemic was a little weird bump in the road, but we still got it. So it's really just a matter of like perseverance and staying true to the craft and beating the craft as much as possible. And, you know, staying positive and keeping your head up. Where did you actually shoot this? North Carolina, Charlotte. A great crew out there. They were awesome. Incredible people. And Leia, of course,
0: is one amazing person, but she's one among many. There are so many great actors and actresses in this.
1: I was very fortunate for this movie to land such a an incredible cast between Leia, Riley, Chad, Denzel, Amani, Dale, Ellis, Keith. Like, all of them were just phenomenal. Even Beth, the teacher. <laughs> just everyone... Really just smacked it out of the park. I couldn't have been happier. And it was one of those things when the cast finally started coming together, I was just like, oh, that's like a superpower of this movie. The cast itself is, they're just all just firing on all cylinders and really appreciative of them being so passionate about the story and couldn't have been luckier as a filmmaker.
0: It must have been interesting for you to... A, you've edited features you've written features and now here you are directing your first feature but you've done so many shorts was there any sort of like transition period for you to go from directing short films to directing a full feature
1: um there is a transitional thing i don't know what it is i think that's just what you're supposed to do it's just you go from short. it's not like you just make longer shorts until you get to a feature you just have to dive right in Yeah,
0: 55 minutes, 60 minutes. (laughs) 70 minutes, yeah. (laughs) I'll get there eventually, 90 minutes or best. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Tell me about the making of the film. What were some of your favorite memories of doing it?
1: A lot of it was just like, just the people involved with it were so amazing. My crew was incredible, and Charlotte, they were so fun and so hardworking and so... They just executed because we didn't have a lot of time, not a lot of money. So they were just on the ball. I was fortunate with that. And then working with the actors who were just having fun with the material and landing everything and just smacking out of the park. That was, that was wonderful. And my keys from Mark Bankins with production design and Daphne with the lighting and Kaylee with the costuming and Christina Corden with the creature design, even our creature designer, Trish, like who started with the drawing the concept art for it. Everyone was just phenomenal. It was just such a phenomenal process. So obviously you're going to have your bumps in the road, but that's what makes the people around you, like the professionals around you, really holding you up during the dark times. That's what made it fantastic. Even down in my color, Ariana, like she, <laughs> she even did a phenomenal job. And sound, like it was just like Nima composing. Like everyone was just really you know given it they're all super passionate about it
0: and the look of the film is absolutely amazing your cinematographer did such a great job
1: man shout out to Daphne <laughs> hire that woman pronto you, you know she's a phenomenal cinematographer i, I couldn't have asked for a better uh, a better dp for this man just like with Ariana when she was uh, Coloring this, like, she really brought the film a new look in life yeah. to really give it a certain kind of texture and in a ceiling and a grit. And, yeah, again, like, <laughs> I just couldn't have been more fortunate than to have such incredible people around me.
0: How is it having somebody else edit your own stuff?
1: It's good, because, like, I I don't actually enjoy the work of editing itself. I just think it's okay, it's not something I like. So having someone else come in and see it differently presented is always good.
0: Yeah, we talked a little bit before we started recording about Rocksteady Row and that movie. I just absolutely love that. And I love how you are able to be so funny in that one and then pretty deadly serious in Angry Black Girl.
1: <laughs> I think humans have the capacity for these things. I'm glad that you found my humor funny in Rocksteady Row. Because I have a very strange sense of humor. So, yeah, man, that's appreciate that.
0: Oh, yeah. No, that, that movie is wonderful. And it, I was just so happy when I made the connection that you had worked on both of these, that you'd written both of these. And just to take something like a, you know Jimbo or Red Harvest or whatever and just give it that total different spin. And then same thing with this. Of course, the Frankenstein ties are there, but it feels so fresh and original that it even took me a while to be like, oh, this is a Frankenstein story. You just just do such a wonderful job, like recontextualizing stuff. And especially when it comes to the motivations behind your main character and her whole reason for wanting to cure death. That's really heartfelt stuff.
1: I'm glad it's resonating. I would say it's like, you just never know how something's going to click. It's like you have hopes and dreams while you're writing, but you can never really know how someone's going to react to it and if they're going to feel and if they're going to connect you just have your hope on the confidence that it will so to hear that it's like that you're having some kind of like (laughs) it's connecting with you and making you feel something that's the whole goal and the point the art form for me
0: the personal is political right and just having the politics inside of the angry black girl even the title of it i love the way that you were able to integrate all of that and You mentioned the teacher earlier, and it goes obviously beyond the teacher, but she's such a good entree into this is the world, and this is what the experience is like for Black people, and especially for Vicaria.
1: For movies or for stories like Frankenstein, it's always taking very strong thematic swings at things, and to be inspired by that or to adapt it or whatever, to take that story and not take swings at certain things is to be a little bit disingenuous with the material with the story itself because the story itself is very grand and very bold that's one of the things that attracted me to it so much because of how bold it was with its thematics and its storytelling and the chances she was taking and like the structure she was doing with it like it truly was fantastic
0: not bad for a book from 1816 200 years old and we're still talking about this
1: Yeah. Yeah, man. See, I wonder if she. I guess she was alive for. I don't know if she was alive when like movie iterations were happening and stuff like that. But I wonder if she knew how huge this was going to become and like in the grand scheme of things.
0: When did the movie have its premiere? Kind of what's been the life of it since then?
1: So it had its world premiere South by Southwest. Then it started doing its festival run. We played at a couple of festivals, which was awesome. A lot of great festivals played us, so I was very happy with that. We had a pretty good, pretty great audience reactions from it at these festivals, which was cool, and I got to see it in theaters. But now we're gearing up for the theater release, June 9th, in theaters. So coming to a theater near you, and so I'm excited about that. What was it
0: like seeing it with an audience for the first time? Crazy.
1: <laughs> I don't even really know if I was able to like process it honestly because it's so. There was a lot of people in the theater. Yeah, no one had seen it yet, except for me and like maybe the producers possibly. But even them, they hadn't really seen it, seen it because you know, they were just like through the process. But me, like I've, I'd seen it so many different times. So it was, it nerve wracking. I don't know if I was even able to be in the moment. I was able to feel the energy, but to see how people are reacting, it's all a lot on you. So it's hard to navigate.
0: Can't even imagine. Yeah, it's got to be pretty overwhelming, and especially imagine you're getting some very positive responses from this
1: right i hope so <laughs> i hope so hopefully we are able to capture an audience and to touch an audience with this that's what i'm hoping
0: what's next for you what are you working on now or i know like we're pencils down with writing but i'm sure you've got projects and things that you're working on still
1: i got my next script that's ready it's like i'm just the best way i could describe it is juice meets lord of the rings so it's Imagine two blurreds find Gandalf's staff and a book of spells. And hilarity ensues. (laughs) But I'm very excited about this project and I'm manifesting it that it's next.
0: Mr. Story, thank you so much for your time. This is so great talking with you and good luck with the movie and I can't wait to see the next one.
1: Oh no, man. Thank you. I'm so glad that like I, I have a fan from rock steady following me up into this that's awesome <laughs> now the next movie will be a blend of serious and funny <laughs> can't wait can't wait